0: Man. the only thing that's changed is, is, <laughs> is everything um
1: have you been recording this yeah okay me too great this is gold this is pure gold um all right well season one is uh do you want to talk more about your problems or can i jump in no go ahead all right well season one is officially wrapped it's taken us a while to get this season one recap episode out the door but uh, we talked to 20-ish people and produced 18. hmm And I got to say, that was probably one of the most fun, creative projects that I've done in quite a long time. Yes. I just, I really enjoyed it. I hated everything about working with you, but the people that came on the podcast were really great.
0: Hey, guys, this is Leaf Pardon, the backbone of the operation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we just thought we'd just take a minute to say thanks to everybody who listened this season. It was a lot more listeners than we expected. I think we expected maybe five, Mm -hmm. like the me, you, the person who did the recording, and then maybe like their spouse, which is four, and maybe a dog. I don't know. Mm, Yep. But we got a lot more than that, which is great. And so we're excited. We're going to do season two, and we're going to do that in probably the late fall, start that back up. So take some time to... Build up the um, bank of people we're uh, we've spoken with, and give ourselves a little bit of a break, and then come back strong and dethrone Malcolm Gladwell in revisionist history.
0: That's what's up.
1: That's what's gonna happen.
0: Joe Rogan, you're going down. Joe Rogan is going down. He's good, but why is he that popular? I don't get it. <laughs> no, don't. He's great, but he's always number one. Maybe it's I like... can.
1: Maybe maybe I should just like do my Joe Rogan voice or something. Joan Rogan? Joan Joan Rogan. Let's call him Joan
0: Rogan from now on. Uh, Josh, do you have any quick favorite moments from the season one?
1: I do. I have lots of favorite moments. Um, I already said my least favorite moment has been working with you, but I was joking. Working with you has been super duper fun. Absolutely. It's it's a real privilege to work with people that you like, that are good at what they do, and um, that's been great. Um that was important. If you remember when we first came up with this idea was that we were both like, I want to, we want to do this together, that there was something about doing it together. Mm-hmm. That was
0: really nice. Um, I felt like no one needs another podcast. <laughs> yeah. I remember and that's, that. and that's true. But then there's a point where it was kind of like, who cares? And I, like, as you, you know, it has been the most rewarding. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I walked away with was like the importance of like people actually just, being listened to yeah. and like the importance of actually listening to someone for that long and how like powerful that is. And it's just, uh, it doesn't matter if like a thousand, if you're not Joe Rogan status, that's fine. It's still like incredibly valuable. Yeah. You and I have talked about
1: how surprising it was after the first couple episodes. Uh, and then how surprising it was that this feeling lasted that after the, after the conversation, we were both just so over come with this sense of both humility and privilege and just, it just was so enriching to have, to have it just felt like such a privilege to be able to sit and listen to someone tell their story for an hour, two hours. And uh, I mean, we do that sometimes in life, but we don't do it nearly as frequently as we've gotten to do on this podcast. And then the author, like the, the flip side of that, the real gift too, is that been the people who we've been had on the show have just said what a gift it was to have someone listen to them like that for an hour and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. And it sounds like we're tooting our own horns. Horns. And we are. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I don't think it sounds like we're
1: tuning our own horns cuz it's um I just think it's a testament to how you've said this before, infrequently we do that for each other. Yeah. Um I mean I think we we ask good questions, but I think a lot of it is just that we listen empathetically and respond back with what we heard. And I don't, and, and I don't think people get that very often in, in any dose, let alone two straight hours of undivided attention.
0: Was there anything that you found surprising for the last year?
1: You know, I, the, I remember the, the first three, um, one of the, that we did it. We did a couple that we did back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to, to talk to someone and encounter, This concept of counter-transference where you, it's when you're listening to someone who's telling something, an intense story, and you end up accidentally grafting it onto your own story. So you see their story and then you start to merge your story and like what could become. And that, I got my ass handed to me on a couple Mm -hmm. of those early ones because I didn't, I just naively... Um, I don't think I was expecting people to go as deep and be as raw as they were. And right. a couple of them overlapped with some of the aspects of my story that made it, um, that was really surprising. I was like, Oh my gosh. So I had to, I did take a step back and and do a little bit of prep and work on, um, like healthy, uh, boundaries during some of those conversations. That was surprising to me.
0: Yeah, it was like uh, like five in a row, and it was like drugs, yeah. faith, careers, divorces, and yeah. to listen to like six, seven, eight hours of people really open up to you, like yeah, a ther- and like it's um,
1: without any training to be any kind of therapeutic training of any kind was yeah, yeah,
0: it was shocking to you take on some of those those things and be like oh mm-hmm. yeah, I remember we both were just like I'm gonna go to bed yeah uh, I'm tired and I don't know why. Well, I think I've
1: I, I've At least been able to manage that a lot better since that was that was good because I don't think I could have kept doing the podcast if I didn't figure that one out.
0: And it's not mm-hmm. that it's not that we're not listening by any means, but there is there is a different way to listen to someone. Uh, which was a crazy when learning. You,
1: Yeah, when you're empathetic, when you're actually genuinely caring about what they're saying and and digging in and not shying away from the difficult questions and difficult answers it can be really intense but it was it was it didn't even honestly have anything to do with them or their story i just was naively unprepared to um to keep to 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 be able to do what therapists do day in and day out which is sit and listen to people and not take it on and not take it home and mm-hmm. um i think one of the best parts which was surprising for me was seeing how our little tiny project made a dent in the universe. Yeah. When, um, we got the privilege of seeing the people we interviewed post their episodes on their own social networks. And so we could see all the responses that people right. provided. And that was amazing to mm-hmm. see some of the, not like the outpouring of love, every single person their the large swath of their social network was like, this is amazing. Thank you for sharing this. I didn't know that about your story. And that was just beautiful. But then some of the most controversial topics we discussed too, like we got emails from people saying like the John Christine Spears, we had an email from a woman who was like, my husband just came out as gay and Mm -hmm. I need help. Can I talk to the Spears? And it was um, just to see some of the conversations that got started in a really small way, was such a gift because it was, it would just made me realize that we were making a small little difference in our corner of the universe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And especially, I think everyone's pretty jaded. I'm jaded by all those networks anyway. So to see really positive things happen was very helpful. Um, What about
1: you? Were you surprised by anything?
0: I think... um, I was surprised by that. I think the other thing I was surprised by was... I mean, I well, the storytelling nerd in me was like, sort of was suspecting that all the um, stories were going to have like a, a thorough, like a through line. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Like, if you look at our episode titles, they don't necessarily seem like they're on the same theme. Yeah. Um, but like, if we talked about before, like they are incredibly like connected, and they're all they all sort of have very similar like inciting incidents and like people are like against the wall and they're like i have to take control and ownership Mm -hmm. that's always like a really interesting moment for a lot of people i think
1: i was gonna say that that ties into something else that you would discussed and, and brought up a few times which was how to produce this the right way particularly in the first few episodes you really wrestled with whether or not to do a this american life fully produced spend lots of time on each episode or just do a raw practically uncut conversation Mm -hmm. style
0: right and yeah and i think the the biggest takeaway was like how much extra work that is and how it takes like so much extra time before and then during just to like shape a story and i think the beauty of where we landed was just to like let conversations just go and I think that I think that's I mean it obviously comes through. They're a little longer, they sort of they sort of wander sometimes, or at least they seem like they might. But I think that's what I like about it. Um and so we we'll cut things out if people don't feel comfortable sharing stuff, but there's no reason to you know, it's just great to let people talk yeah. and not have it be overproduced.
1: Yeah, that was a big deal. I think creatively speaking, there was a just a minute at the beginning where I think we were both like, no, we want this project to be fun, and we already do too much, too much like per- pixel perfectifying and and frame by frame editing. That we just wanted this to be more enjoyable and less work on the back end, although it still is work on the back end uh, in the post production. But man, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad about that. And it's funny because I remember talking to a, a previously well known radio uh, producer.
0: Joe Rogan. Joe
1: Joe Joan Joan Rogan. Yep. Um. And their whole thing was like, get it down to twenty minutes or less. Make we're sure still. that both people are consistently talking, because otherwise, what's one of the people doing there? You have, both have to have like a clear
0: role. Um, right. Right. This is how you win. Yeah.
1: And it was. And it was. You know, make sure you're really clear on what people are getting themselves into on the front end. And I think it was all good advice if if we were producing This American Life, but. It was actually a helpful and clarifying conversation because sometimes when you get that input, it takes getting that input from someone else to realize how much you hate that idea.
0: Right. Or that's just not what we're doing. Yeah.
1: Because it was when that was shared, it was like, oh, no. Oh, I don't want to do No, no. Yeah. It, this and, was after a few episodes and seeing the magic and power of just letting someone share.
0: Right. And the other thing, too, is like we've been lucky enough to talk with people in different countries and it's always a different time zone conundrum. So just getting anyone's. Anyone's prep, I think. I think what I've really enjoyed about it is that you don't. We haven't known a lot about these people, you know. Whereas, yeah, so many professional interviews. If you're a fan of any like celebrity that's making the rounds, you'll hear the same story from Bill Hader, you know, ten times.
1: Right, over and over.
0: Yeah, which I don't blame him. No, who who could blame him?
1: Um, I loved. I remember there was a couple times where we tried doing pre-interviews, which for people who don't know what that is, it's when you're. Going it's to interview, interview someone, yeah, you just, yeah. you have a conversation, you set the tone. Um, in more formal situations, you see all the questions up front, you all mm-hmm. sort of agree on what these are going to be. These are questions, this is yeah. generally your answer. We tried doing a couple of those, and do you remember, we just ended up just doing the interview, <laughs> right. because we would ask someone, can you just, one of the questions we would ask is, can you summarize your story in, in maybe 30 seconds, or in a minute and a half, and they would be like, right. yeah, sure, and then 10 minutes later... Right. We were like that no that, let's just keep going with this momentum.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't think it's a discouraging thing, but I think most people aren't great at condensing their stories or connecting their dots, which I think is what makes um this so interesting. I mean it's it's the hardest thing to do, to condense it into a paragraph of like this is why I got from here to here. People yeah. say, like, oh I left my job. Yeah. But to say, Well, why did you leave your job? And you're like, Well, and then that's how most episodes start.
1: All right. So, Leaf, what are yeah. you looking forward
0: to in season two? Um, I'm excited to uh, work on my summer tan. Yeah, I think, I think I'm just excited to talk to a few more people. Hmm. Um, you, ha- you have some other things that you're excited about. Yeah, I was, um, there were two
1: things that came to mind. I'm, I'm excited to just, I'd be totally happy doing another season one. I think we'll do less episodes in, in this next season. As a batch. We, have not
0: dis- we have not discussed that.
1: Um, I'm sorry. I've just made an executive f- decision. <laughs> sorry, I should probably not swear. Sorry, I've just made an executive decision.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, what, are you, what are you looking forward to on the next round? I'm excited to, like you,
1: just have more of these conversations. I'm excited to have more conversations with everyday people. And I think there's a couple stories out there, though, that have captured my attention of celebrities that I don't want to glorify celebrities necessarily, but there's some that are just fascinating to me. Uh, Like Elizabeth Gilbert's recent transformation is really interesting to me and the many changes she's been through. That'd be cool to talk to her. I think it'd be amazing to talk to Adam Driver, uh, a Marine who became Kylo Ren and an actor and, I mean, um, plays poets in movies, and I just think that's fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't particularly have any genre that I want to talk to people in. I've been fascinated by all of them. It's been interesting to hear people be like, you should really interview someone who, and then they fill in the thing that, that the change. And um, I think the other thing I'm excited about doing eventually is a live show. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to try and bring back some of the, some of the more popular episodes and maybe a few new ones and, some night in Brooklyn do a live, uh, a live episode. I think that'd be really fun.
0: Be really fun. That'd I don't know if really that'll fun. be
1: season two or not, but that's, I think that's in the future.
0: So I think the, the main point we're trying to make here is that thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. But also if you guys were, we are hungry for some new, some new guests to have on. So if you know anyone, or if you want to be on the show, we yeah. would love to, uh, we would love to talk to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the big ask.
1: That's the big one. We've gotten some great referrals in the past, and I think it's normal for people to just kind of sit back and let things happen. But um, this is these, these are tough people to source, I think, because uh, they're just everyday people. And because, to the earlier point, not all of us have heard each other's stories. So even if it seems like it's a little change, let us know. Yes. Um, they don't have to be these some of these stories that we talked about like moving across the world or changing your sexual orientation it doesn't have to be that
0: big of a change. It can be small stuff too. I think that's it. thanks for season one. This is the best. Look forward to uh season two in um the fall in the fall
1: in and the fall You can always email us at howhumanschange.com There's a contact link there so if you know anybody or if you just want to talk or tell us how great we are you can do that at howhumanschange.com
0: absolutely okay bye play the music <laughs>